Welcome back. Welcome back to part two of like, War here on Off the Top Road Podcast. She's Lindsay E. Dukes here. We're just jumping right in. You would jumping right into it because of the of uh connectivity difficulties. We don't know what's going on lately, man. We're just trying to do our part and get this thing laid down flat. Um EW Diamond open up Black Lives Matter. Thank you guys. Brent Baker's out there in the opening. Um some big ass wheelchair, hot spot, kind of look like uh, kind of looks like Buddy, I mean, kind of looks like Buddy from um, Buddy's little um, uh, uh, um, whatever the hell that the wild boy tries in that movie. Oh, uh, tractor. Um, <laughs> open the match. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> AEW had to versus Kenny Baker Haven Page. After 15 minutes, the tattoo team is redeemed and defended their championships. Um, but those before got cost out of the match midway through, but they tried to creep back up into it. But nonetheless, the match, the whole solidarity match itself was four points by stars. Now, the team, those guys, the heroes, are great now. Now, still need a little bit more work to do. You know, if it had to be a good heel tag to work with in the future, as I can envision now over there, it's going to pass. So, Mega and Hangman Page. That's what I say about that, because we just should piss me off. <laughs> Alright, I want to make it short and brief. Um, I'll give this a four a four star um, event, I mean, match is good. Via opener and also for the tag team belts, even though we haven't really seen from Hegman and and um Omega actually fighting together in a ring, but it was good to see those two fighting again in a while. I love it. Um, and it's it's pretty awesome. Now now I want to see what they what. Be able to do against um best friends. What a title drop! Best friends. Yeah. All right. After that match, silver goes to commercial. Come back for commercial. We get a video of Tully Blanchard yelling at his client Sean Spears, but his apparently dismantle abysmal performances. Uh, we get another one right after he Tully Butcher walks into an escalade with Sean Spears already in it. He gets him a box. This box is exactly where he's been missing. Um, and this is a box of like some black leather gloves. Sean Spears hesitated. Look of uncertainty. I put a question mark in it. I didn't get it, but Dukes had better explain it more than I did. Um, he put it into the context where him and um, Matt Cadora, who formerly known as Zack Ryder, could be, you know, kind of be a good look for a good tag team. And if they do, they'll take it for a little bit more serious. And get that real, real direction and portion now that Tony Blanchard now is trying to guide them to 
a person or something that could be the key to his resurgence in his wrestling career. Am I getting that around that way, do so what? Because I don't want to talk to you and shit like that. No, 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 no. I'll put like this. Yes, you're. Yes. Um, I did say Matt Cordova. Um, with with Sean Spears, they need they need to be a team. Is only because you really take a look at it. Like, could well, I'm gonna say Zach Ryder for everybody who don't really don't know Matt Cordova. I'll say Zach Ryder for y'all. Zack Ryder is a is a is a the fed magnet. Anywhere he goes, you will automatically feel that well you're attached to him. Just like how with Sean Spears was, y'all everybody got attached to his former gimmick as Ty Dillinger, the perfect ten. Now, can you imagine? The perfect person for Sean Spears will be Matt Cordova, aka Zack Ryder. The woo 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 gimmick transform into a badass. No one hasn't really seen that badass come out of him yet. And with the with the right person, Tony Blanchard, that can be put over to the top. Now I want to see them go against F- FTR. That'll be a good ass taxi match. Okay, and um, we get the recap of Jericho Tyson and the Brian Cage's debut for the pre. The second match of the cards which was a squash match: Brian Cage with Taz versus Shane Dean. We have a vicious squash. Great, impressive moose set. I was impressed by the balance of the moves that he chosen, and he's a high breather. Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley, as Dukes was said. But from my grading standpoint, two minutes, one point, one, uh, one and a half stars. But afterwards, Tess has a promo on the client and calls out Boxley. Get your head right and knocked off the fest. And Boxley arrives. Leading up to the ring, um, Taz warns him to not get in the ring. He does it anyway. Ha ha ha! This is fun. He's happy for the absolute war that he's about to face when it comes to this. He gives a great Friday promo that leaves, goes into complete. Mark, like I said, can work. I mean, uh, can work and talk their asses off. So now, like I said about the last time, WWE needs to abandon scripted fucking promos because this is bullshit. And this is a new company that gives them creative control about what they can say, and they ask shit on TV, but they censor ass. I don't know why the hell that they did that, but I mean, TNT must be either sick to say we can do this and we can bend the rules because we are making profit off them. You're not with them, but uh, it's kind of a snub. Yeah, kind of a snub, but I guess I can respect it because. What NXT did, they took a snub at AEW when they did the whole of um, Matt Hardy and um, Kenny Omega from their infamous um, golf you know, golf car chase down image, and they did the replica of that. But said they did it from the undisputed era. They just copy and paste something. So both companies is really looking at each other and be like, "Well, they did us right by here, but wrong by here." Speech. 
But um, sorry I say about that. But great, but great promo from the both of those guys. Um, can't wait for this match. Now there's maybe one to watch Fight It Fast for those um, two shows. And I'm um, pretty sure that's going to be on the show. I'm pretty sure the TNT championship, whoever that's going to be facing, that's going to be the first night. And then the second night will definitely actually. Because the World Heavy Championship, if you're looking at it from, from a pay per view standpoint, the champion, the, the, I mean, the main company's belt will have to go on last. The main event will have, it has to go last. So that has to be the second show. That's all I got to say about that. Uh, I give this four stars. Four stars, man. Moxley. You mean the promo? Hmm? You mean the promo? Yeah, everything. Okay. From the whole entire thing. Like yeah, even though AEW's trying to build, try to build Cage up for Moxley, but you got also take if you if you also take in from the promos from Moxley and from Taz. Just that, just those two promos alone. After the match, then you have a four a four stars because. Like I sat there and said in the first take, Taz make you want to fight. Taz will get you wanting to watch the match. Moxley, we know what he get. We all know what he can do. He is that lunatic. We all know that. But this match, I really want to see. I don't know what I don't know what's gonna happen. It might happen the first, the second, first uh, fire fest or the second. Either one. I'm saying the second. Trust me. <laughs> the second. Yes, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be the second. Like I said, the world heavyweight championship means second. Diddle to the TNT championship. Something's wrong with that picture. No, the main but, event is supposed to be the damn main event. I don't give a shit. About if it is a few days before Fourth of July, that don't mean nothing to me. Okay, they're gonna be going by this the same way. Have to have same way that that they're gonna be building a pay per view card. You do not see a world heavyweight championship. I mean, not dead last. That's your that's your money maker. It makes no sense to have it on the first night. TNT championship be the main event of the first night. The second, but, okay. So basically, we're we're gonna have the Moxie versus versus Brian Cage, Cold, Cody's Invitational. But here's the kicker that I'm talking about. Would you put that over? Would you put that over Jericho and Tyson? That's not that's not gonna be there. Mm. I don't think so. One is, gonna, one is gonna be too early right now. Two, if they do execute it, it might not be second match, but that's not gonna be the moneymaker. They can't do what they did just that um double 
where the main event was, I mean, where the, where the true main event was a state of CMP match. Yeah. Over your main title? Was, you do that too often. But it happened after, after that, the Stampede match. The brawl took place after that. So it was like, maybe they tried to build something with Jericho and Tyson. That might I mean, have to be that. I mean, even if they do, but I'm not trying to dig into you know, dig too deep into this because I'm still standing by my traditional way as the World Heavyweight Championship should be the dead last thing on your main event. No matter the fuck what, I don't care if you really let me involve in it. Don't pull with back then when it came to Hollywood Hulk Hogan and um Dennis Rodman, um DDP and Carl Malone. As uh, DDP versus you know, don't stick to tradition. This is what you have the world heavyweight championship for. That's your money maker. Not no outside fucking celebrity that you pay them this much money to come into the restaurant to do a few shows, and that's it. Don't fuck that up. So, like I'm strongly suggesting to AEW, please AEW world heavyweight title. On the second night, because people, if you have Cody main event the first night, and people are go- are all about that. Think of some um, similar shit. The main event of one was had was had a cinematic approach, but the real match, second card, was I felt they I felt that they could shuffle that thing up too, but. Who, but who am I kidding? I mean, I don't want to sound like Jim Cornette is trying to just do or be a regular traditionalist, or that, but I strongly feel heavy champion they have that value. Otherwise, people would not be fighting just to be second fiddle to the main event star, especially when he's holding your. Pers- I will never see Chris Jericho when he was the champion of I mean uh, I mean uh, of AEW ever going second to last for a bigger storyline. No. So why do it now? What Moxie's run? No, he's already a workhorse as is. He only just had what one title defense. That was it. So be smart. No, I see two doubt. No, two title defenses. My fault. The first one was just me was Jake Hager and that no hold that no holds bar match. The second one was Brody Lee just a week ago. That's what I, that's what I really gotta say about that. So stick stick to the script. AEW to be that should be the money maker and be the man should be treated as the main event. Don't be a fucking circus. By giving the dead last spot to something that, or, or that can be utilized within ten minutes, because I don't see Chris Jericho and Tyson going for more than twenty minutes. Stop it. No. So as we move forward, coming back from coming from commercial break earlier, Dasher's um, finds Lance Archer with um, Jake um, Jake the Snake Roberts. He's still pissed off. He's still pissed off about the loss. Um, you know, he's livid about the whole situation. While Jake Roberts is shocked about his behavior as of lately. 
And he's like, that one loss don't mean anything. Don't mean nothing. Angrily, vows destruction to the AEW locker room. Uh, what the hell could happen? But I guess Jake, Jake the Snake just lost control, lost control of his client. And that one loss technically did mean something. Could be a comeback for going after a, I mean, for Cody for the win. We might never know. That story's not technically closed. The same way how we said in the MGF story ain't closed. Sean Spears' story ain't closed. Cody the enemies right now to start rivalries with it. It can last them for two years if you book it right. Shit. Mm. Shit. One of the shit, man. One of them could be an instant classic in AEW history. So, only way to know is to, you know, is to keep watching, keep tuning in, and keep finding out about it. Um, B plus for that. Then we get another segment afterwards, which was private party drinking at a bar, trying to get trying to cheer themselves up after the loss last week. We see regular Matt Hardy show up and check in on them and admire them from afar, and um, gives his hand in friendship. And private party offers their hand in friendship by dubbing themselves a private private party Hardy. If I actually said, ha ha, Matt. The Cloud runs into Sammy G, who's still on his like one wheelie wheelchair. <laughs> he says, "Relax, we cool." And he moves on and moves on by his business. Sammy still, Sammy still has his little resentment. I don't know what I don't know what really with Sammy, but it's too early for him to turn babyface, from my perspective. Matt is maybe. I mean, I'm trying to follow it a. a a little bit more, because we should have seen Broken Matt Hardy first, and then we should change it to the regular Matt and then try to talk to them thoroughly. Maybe I'm just looking at it from that perspective, but close to Matt, as long as he's happy and the Broken gimmick is getting over, well, there's still some loopholes, there's still some holes that still needs to be filled. That's all we got to say about that. I get that solid B. Then we have the mm. recap again. Cody's open challenge, the 20 man battle royal that happened, the Cody versus Jungle Boy build up. We'll go through to commercial break. Come back for commercial. We recap doing Tyson. So maybe you are right, Dukes, about this could be one main event or that could be the main event of the first show. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I think if that's going to be something, then, yeah. be, then, then, then let it be the main event of the first, of the first night. Don't let it be the main event of the, of the, of the second night. Whatever. That's just how I feel about it. Um, recap of that, and then backstage when, um, after that's all that over, Jericho's arguing with Colt Cabana, blames him for getting punched in the face. So they end up coming up and doing their third match. Y'all want you want to talk about any other segments that I talked about before going to the third match? All right. Um, I got I gotta say a, a little all right, I um, I like I like how Matt Hardy is basically being the teacher now. Being is, a boo, I like boo. that. I like I like how he's like, yeah, you know what? I've been I've been in the game for over twenty plus years. Let me put my words. Let me put my wisdom in a new tag team. And who's a new tag team that he won't put his wisdom in? Private party. I like it. I I love that. And look on Sammy, 
the look on Sammy G's face. We we saw that Hardy was like, yeah, I'm not trying to get run over again by um. Like we cool. Bye, y'all. Bye. So, like, we cool, and then you know what I'm saying, and just like walk away, have a good day. I'm like, bitch, but, I would have been trying to run your but, ass over my dance up right by now, but I'm only one legged right now. <laughs> Go figure. But but come on. But come on, you take a look he's at separate, it. He's still he's separately handicapped right now. <laughs> but you take a look at it. Would it be more funny? Let's say he looks back and next you know Broken Mount Hardy came out in a mini cart. <laughs> yeah. he, he's like, oh fuck. Try to take it down again. That like that's hilarious. That's hilarious stuff. I'll like I won't mind that. But um from the whole Jericho and Cogabana. I I I'm like what they try to do. I understand it. I I do. It's a builder for the match. Let's find a Danny. That's a nice build up to a match. It's your fault. That's that's everybody's that's any heels MO. It's your fault. That's all I gotta say on that. It's, it's your fault that so basically now since since I since I'm gonna be a heel, I'm, that's what I'm gonna say now. It's your fault. So anything bad, it's your fault. Just remember that. Anything about the Lance Archer? Anything hmm? on the Lance Archer promo? Anything, about what? anything on the Lance Lance Archer promo? Ooh, all right. That Lance Archer before that private party yeah. promo. All right, Lance Archer. I will seriously say is this. <laughs> This now they have a hidden gem. AEW has hidden gems. Y'all hear me, listeners out there? The hidden gem is Lance Archer. Now you put him back. Now you put him in the title picture. Can you imagine the match between Lance Archer and Brian Cage? Imagine a match between Lance Archer and John Moxley. Just having the match between Lance Archer and Brody Lee. Just imagine those type of matches. Those type of insane war to war matches with with him. And he's a big dude and he can fly. And that and just by that promo alone. It's, it's building him up. Basically, they have something with him. WWE, you dropped the ball on mostly half of this roster. It's your fault. Vince, it's on you. I'm going to tell you a lot. I'm going to take Jericho's line. I blame you. It's your fault. This is why Lance Archer's that guy. And I want to see him back. Put him in that picture. It, it might be a rematch between him and Cody. I want to see that again. 
still like that. Overall, all those whole promos gets me gets an A. Every last promo gets an A. Oh yeah, oh yeah. In I forgot point. he was pissing when he's beating up a luchador. By the way, ha ha. <laughs> that's kind of I said. Huh? Now I said in the beginning of his promo, he was beating up some luchador before he um before he gave his little promo afterwards. <laughs> that's why I'm about to say it's like why how was he being on oh, some short midget? That's fucked up. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, after all that nonsense, we went to the third match. The short yeah. midget had to come in. After that we get the third match of the card, which was Colt Cabana versus Chris Jericho. He comes up with um Jay Hayner and um Sammy G. Sammy G singing off key beat to his damn theme song. Funny, but I hate it now. My damn nurse, almost. Then we see on the see QT Marshall and Bunny from Mom um, Butch and Blade. What the hell's going on there? Low key sidebar. Um, but the main thing is at the ten minutes of this great solid match, three point five stars. This effect. I thought command and boom, boom, boom. Solid overall match. Then afterwards, Jericho then cuts the promo after his match, aiming squarely at Mike Tyson. That he, he can see Jericho Tyson and call and calls him out, but instead we get Orange Cassidy coming out and comes to the ring and he puts Jericho's hands in his pocket or inside his waist or inside his waistline pocket. And we see you know, Hagar trying to charge him, but yeah, he misses and Jericho misses his. Arakaki dodge rolls outside the ring until he sees his best friends pick him up and bring him over the barrier, uh, pick him up and over the barricade and walk away with leaving in the circle, mad and mad in the ring. The whole thing was damn A. And then it goes, and then it goes into commercial break. Hmm. But to be continued, to be continued, I want to see where this goes for after the stupid Mike Tyson thing. Somehow, some way, Mike Tyson's not going to get in the ring, and maybe they're just going to give him like some sort of super substitute, and he's going to pick Ars Cassie to face Chris Jericho. Based on what's been going on, don't know, but because of what Ars Cassie is, is doing, and he gets over by doing so little, but he's so stick to his character. That's what you got to say when you come to the world. You know what I mean? If you stick, if you stick to it inside and out, then you know people will respect you more, and you will grow and get a fan every three seconds. Plus, he's a pretty remarkable, hustling, good-looking guy. So, whole thing was it? Well, the match itself, excuse me. Well, the match itself, excuse me, with the three point five stars. But the promo afterwards was it? Of course, Jericho. Being a beautiful masterpiece when it comes to this promo, and just Arnold Cassidy, the team went off that from last week. You can see the seeds being playing for the next rivalry happening for Chris Jericho to keep busy. So that's all I gotta say about that. All right, all right. I'm gonna say is this: I give this three. No, five planes for everything. For the match, the promo, to Orange Cassidy, 
the Arch Cassie put making Jericho do what he does, put his hands in his pants. I love every bit of it. This is what Arch Cassie does. I like how they use the utilizing Arch Cassie. I like I like Jericho. This is what Jericho does. Now, if this is going to have to be a, another match between Jericho, another robbery for Jericho, so far, so be it. I I would love to see that. Jericho versus Orange Cassidy, and more likely, it might be the Inner Circle versus Best Friend. Or Satana, or Satana NOT versus the best friends for the tag team, you know, division wise. But it's only gonna be three of them, so it's gonna be like more outside, low, lower wrestlers that can pair up with them. Still outnumbered. Yeah, it is. And but you may never know what <sighs> can pro- what the possibilities See, can be. Sammy, Sammy D. Wait, hold on. Wow. Sammy Guevara turns baby face and joins the best friends. <laughs> and that'll be four. <laughs> and that'll be four. And that'll be four against four. <laughs> that'll be the only way that that can actually happen. <laughs> Maybe, I mean, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just thinking too much. Hey, <laughs> why are you thinking that? We may never know. You might see that. Because there's been a hit. I'll put this. There has been hints of that happening. Of of the of the face turn happening with Sammy. But if but if this we're gonna see it in a circle versus best friends, I'm happy to see that. This might happen after fight after the fest. Because we all everybody forgets. Best friends have a tag team title opportunity. We may never know. And a circle might come out there and interfere in that match. And then that and then that will build everything up for the inner circle versus best friends in Orange Cassidy. But overall, five flames. Thank you. Thank you. AEW, because y'all making stars out this bitch. Going to commercial break, coming <laughs> out commercial. Biggest road to road to recovery. He's training in a fucking wheelchair all the time. Time pettiness, bro. This is the age. This is fuck. Funny as fuck. And as a heel, you get more expressive freedom when it comes to your your character, and that's what I think is working for her and playing the law very well. As we going to see. Later on, when it comes to her, how that's going to be taken in effect later on when it comes to other people's matches. So I hate it. So I wish her a speedy recovery, but still good to still have her on TV. That was a solid A. Going to the fourth match, and thank God that this person is here with us today. Uh, Bull versus Nyla Rose. This was his nine minute match. Um, Nyla Rose, this the victory using a spine buster power bomb. It was a pretty solid match. I gave it a solid three. I gave it a solid three. After that match was over, um, Tony Schiavone did interviews with Swole. There's a whole baby fist pump, you know, trying to pump herself out. You know what I'm saying? Rocky, you know, true Rocky Maivia baby face bullshit. <laughs> and you really want to say that. 
Name draws Britt Baker, and somehow she interrupts her at light at lightning speed. Okay, boom, and yells at Britt Swole, and the bitch then jumps over and grabs the chair. She peels the fuck all out of here. She flees. And Big Swole left over, left over there. It goes into commercial break. Um, C plus for that part because don't really want to see that from Big Swole. She deserves a lot better than that. And that should not be her approach, per se. Please don't do that. And maybe if you do do that, and then if she continues losing and still do the same shit, we can still see a Rocky My Via type of spin push. Why they booing me? Why they hating me? I mean, I mean, the good. I give you, I give you a reason to hate me. Boom. So we'll turn that way. That's being that. Let's just hope and pray she's very so you got talent over there in the women's division. They just need to step up. And now Rose can't be this fucking oh my god. See, this is why now I got the free I got the freedom to say what I was trying to say about her a few shows ago, but you know, one member here in this, you know, in this crew vouches for her completely to the death of her. Or it rather. Still. <laughs> still, it's still a shock to me. I mean, I, I know you, I know you're better and different from all the other programs. I mean, with Sunny Kiss and shit like that, I get it. Um, but this one right here, I'm still, still stagnant about. Still, I mean, still stagnant. That's like almost what you see in China, but except China was actually a woman. She was just built. You know what I'm saying? So it worked in her favor. But in this case, as I said it before, and I'm going to say it again, the motherfucker exchange to legally beat up all women. Period. <laughs> so, mm. I'm done talking about that. I love that. I can't go. I'm gonna say is this. Thank God, Uncle Fasse here. <laughs> because I, I'm not trying to have another battle with him. Because I'm still trying to figure out why, why he likes knowledge. Um, the world, but the world made him uh, overall. I just say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, look, look, that's fame. I, look, look, that's fame. So I can't really say nothing. Whatever floats his boat, but that's a big boat. I'll say. Yeah, that's why I guess Nala Rose and <laughs> Nala Rose and Nyax is his favorite. But just, just move forward. Just get this. Just get this shit done. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to say is this from. From the whole entire thing, I'm a, I like it. Um, is like I said, I said, um, this is why I like and this is why I like AEW better because it actually making divas, they making them stars. Yes, and also they build storylines because the storyline they build it right now is Big Swole 
versus Brent Baker once Brent Baker comes back from injury. And she and and from Nala Rose, now that gives her the win to go for try to go back after her women's title. And maybe we might get that one-on-one matchup and she might win because there's no there's no disqualification. If you have a no disqualifications match, you may never know. She might have a, a little bit of a title run from that. Possibility, we don't know. But until then, I like what I see. I give it four stars. You said four stars? Jesus. Four. Yeah. Is this because the storylines after it? Oh, I just <laughs> now nah, something else came into my mind. You know, something, something caught my attention for a second. Um, yeah. Um, Tony Schiavone, the interviews Darby, Brian Beach, and his it's all funny games, but he's after him. Yeah, he's gonna come after him. This ain't over with. Goes into commercial, coming back and then interviews separately. Uh, has said that interview with Forever, The Revolt, FTR, and they hyped them to face the tag teams at AEW, except the Young Bucks. They just want to personal with them. They want to punch him in the face. You know, there's you no know, war between, uh, between these two teams. Um, then somehow, butchering in the blade, I know it from our top and yelling down at them, walking down the stairwell, and um, one. Want a piece of them or something like that, da, da, da. but they get separated by guys, and of course, FTR now, like mm, eager for a challenge, offers to face Butcher in the next week. And before the guys actually like swing them up or hold them back, and FTR walks away smiling, see you next week. Can't wait for this match. B. This is solid beat. So see what F- see what FTR can do now. The area and the company where the division is one of the best right now. So they're really gonna show them on free TV. This is gonna be heated at what the fuck is about to transpire next week. And I honestly can't fucking wait. <laughs> That's what I say about that. You want to talk about any one of those three mm-hmm. segments? Thank. Uh, I'll feel like this. This all, all thing I'm gonna say is thank you. We've FTR for y'all. Y'all did a smart move of of not. Let me repeat of not going. To stick around and just be someone's lackey in in WWE or be someone's commie skit in WWE, y'all are now gonna be a threat in that tag team division. And I'm and I gladly, I love y'all when y'all was in WWE, but now, whoo! I can't wait for y'all. I can't wait for that butcher in the blade versus 
versus y'all. Now I can't wait for matches between. Ooh, can you imagine a match between FTR and the Lucha Bros? That would be vicious. Especially in the ladder match. Oh, no, 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 no. Nah, fuck a ladder ooh, match. Ooh. It's a regular tag team match. That's a regular tag team. Just forget. Everybody forget. FTR stands for what FTR really don't like is something that Lucha Bros does. Flips and kicks. FT, FTR hates that. And they are breaking and go against them. Oh my God. Oh, oh, hold up. Hold just thought about that. This who just brought chills to my spine real quick. <laughs> That's all I gotta say on that one. And and Darby, I, I like I like the whole Darby situation. Um but can we see Sting? Can Sting come in and play a factor for Darby? Just imagine that. And Darby can be that new Sting. Because everybody forgets one simple thing. He is a he is literally probably the underdog of everything. No. And I ain't talking about Mark this man. Darby Allen is going to become a fucking Robin. <laughs> and Sting is Batman. <laughs> That's what you're telling me. Because <laughs> mm. I was just thinking in the back of my head, I'm like, damn, that sounds like a Robin thing. And then sooner or later, Robin's going to Batman's wing off the out and a midwing. So what you're trying to tell me is. Sooner or later, fine. Darby's gonna be walking away from Sting and turning heel because you have a one-on-one match. Yeah, or or Sting could Sting could be that mentor. Yeah, but I'm talking about like later, Darby needs. like much later down like the line, like when the gimmick actually oh, gets yeah. over and then he gets successful because of that. Da, da, da. Oh yeah. Just imagine. Steve wants to wrestle. So can you imagine him wrestling Pachal put over young talent? Especially a younger talent like a uh, Darby Allen. He sees what AEW is doing. Everybody sees what they're doing. That's why he wanna be a part of it. That's why we all Enjoy it. That's why mostly every single talent wants to go there. It's just because of wrestlers like Darby. Just because of what the, of the A-ring talent. Like the Young Bucks, the Lucha Bros, the, the, the private party. The Hardy, the Sammy, the Sean Spears of the world. Everybody's coming. And I'll make this announcement right now. 
I have a wild prediction. There are two people that right now in WWE, if they, if they ever get released, I swear to you, they are coming for that ass. And AEW's going to pick their asses up and they're going to use them better than what WWE is using. You want to know who those names are? Fans. Names I'm talking about, if this ever happens, will be Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. Just imagine, just those two alone. We all know what the, what WWE can do, what they can do in WWE. But can you imagine if you put those two in a W and see what magic can unfold? Damn, that's all I got to say. Custom backstage, we get um, yeah. Cut the back season, we get Dassin interviews, Kurt Cabana after his loss and his loss of doubts. He talked about his loss of doubts. Brody Lee, the leader, Miss fucking Brody Lee, excuse me, um, then comes with Dark Order and offers him some advice. Brody Order his hands him a water bottle. Um, think it over, he says. That's it. You know, brushes off real quick at that. Uh, kind of question him about it. He's hesitant. Can we smell a cocaine that really turns to the dark side? I think he's ever healed. Never in his wrestling career he has ever been a heel. He's always been a, he's always been a bitty face. So if he does this, he's pulling a whole Hogan on himself. Whoa. That's like something that like we can't really see Ray Mysterio really being a heel. It's just certain superstars you cannot see being heels ever. It just don't look right. You know what I'm saying? One of those things. Um, but if this does work, shit, you might never fucking know what could happen. I mean, look at the lineup right now. I mean, or what the AEW roster looks like, and then who, who other who recently released. Could come to the, the, uh, the next. Without begin to the main event, which is for the TNT Championship, Cody defended his title against Jungle Boy of the Press. This was a one-on-one wrestling clinic. MJF is still pissed off at at Jungle Boy. A little face-to-face, little conference outside, each other. You know, that still ain't going to go World War, and that rivalry is still going to be continuing. Let's see what happens next with that. Um, but we see, of course, Cody, the only person I know that'll give him a blood, sweat, tears, and his whole entire body for wrestling. Thank you, Cody. He rings his head into a wall, and he gets a cut, busted wide open. Yes, folks, there's actual blood. And of course, we, of course, we sweat, it starts, you know, you know, it, you know, it flows more. So, Especially if you're running around doing or doing doing moves. So certain aspect of wrestling is real because 
you still suffer fucking injuries. Fuck. I don't, I don't want to keep talking about this. Dumbass people that don't understand the concept of professional wrestling. Yes, people do get hurt. People in certain timing that can't succeed. Make it good. It still be safe. What I said about the Kyrie Singh situation, that was clumsy by his part, and she should be responsible for that. Hell accountable for your fucking actions. You was brought up way too quick into the main roster. You only been on main one for a year and a half before going to the main roster. This have been having me said maybe going back to the Venom would be the best choice for her. Yes, it is. And regroup and get some more training and work and, and really work on her shit so she knew who she is as a that's and be safe with this shit. But I don't want to talk about other companies talking about a company here. Um the, at the end of the day, Cody wins, winning with the crossroads, 13 minutes. He defends his championship very well. Sign of respect. From Jungle Boy to Cody, celebrates with family and then come out, celebrate, um, cheer him up. The end of the show, three point seven five stars for the whole match. Just still felt like Jungle Boy did win. We did. We wasn't really going to see a title change here on free TV, especially this fucking early. You know what I'm saying? It makes no fucking sense. Usually. Title changes that payments. So, when Firefest comes, whoever the fuck Cody's facing, we could potentially see a title change. So, sorry I say about that. It was just a great main, it was a good main event, good in ring performance match from both, especially Jungle Boy still got momentum. Both of them still got momentum after this match. Because no matter what, Jungle Boy is a player in. And for 22 years old, he's still got years left to go. Let him crawl before he walks. I think that's what Cody's trying to do with him. Crawl before he walks. So as the year goes by, the experiences, then he can really be a face of a company. And that'd be the first company that I would ever see. Or one of the many faces, excuse me, because depending on who's still left, like John Moxley and... um. Shackle and a few others, and the new crop of talent in that locker room that's going to be the next generation. That's going to be the originals of AEW. That's all I got to say. Mm. All right. I'm giving this. Four point five, and here's the reason why. This shows great ring match, and um, this is why I keep saying I like what AEW is doing. They're building up wrestlers. They are right now. You're, they are building up Jungle Boy into a wrestler. Into the main spotlight. I like that. Can you imagine that? Can, 
No one has never really would everyone put Jungle Boy in anything. But yet they did it for AEW. I love that about it. And just to just to get that respect that they got towards the end. That just tells you something. He he has earned his stripes. Come on, you're going against Cody Groves. You're going against basically someone who's a veteran in this industry. Someone that Undertaker gave him the gave him the talks with. A second generation wrestler. That's a good just for him to go against. Just for Jungle Boy to go against that and have a great match. There was not one thing that no one could say on that. A great ultimate match. And he's young, so basically just give it yes. Well, he's, you say he's 22, right? Okay. Give it about three years. Three years. And I'll probably bet you AEW still going to be around. In three years, Jungle Boy will be all over the map. Will be all over. He'll be a household name by the time he's 25. He might have so many titles on him. It's going to be ridiculous. So just imagine what he's going to do. Can you imagine what he's going to happen when he's in his 30s? Just the amount of respect I got for him. And I got for Cody. If this is the type of matches that he's doing for for the TNT title, I'm watching every, I'm tuning into every single AEW just for that TNT title. Because right now, just by how just how Cody is portraying himself. It's something that is amazing. And this is only his first title defense. Uh, there's many more to come. But I'm going to say is this. I want to see one more title in, in, for AEW. I want to see one more title for AEW. And like that would be the TNT title is like the Intercontinental, right? For WWE. That's the TNT Intercontinental title. So we need something for the U.S. Can we do a U.S. or a Cruiserweight? Which one you rather prefer? Oh, you really asked me that question? <laughs> Yo, hey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm asking you. Which, which, if, if, if you, if you really take a look at it, right? 
We got the tag team division. We got the heavyweight division. We got the women's. Yes, yes. TNT is like the intercontinental for WWE. Which one would we rather have now? Should we get the U.S. title to compare to WWE, or should we get the uh, like a mm. like the what the cruiserweight title? Darby. So for wrestlers like Darby. for wrestlers like um Darby, any other lower wrestler um, jobber out there, I guess. In- no, the story lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even, even, even Kobe, even um, Orange Cassidy can fight for that title. So you get Darby, you get you get Jungle Boy in that match. You can probably have Orange Cassidy in there. Play more wrestlers that could probably fight for that title. Or if we could probably get another t- like two more titles, they'd be straight. One or two more, one or two titles, they'll be and straight. What you think? I have no idea. Right by now, because it's still early for them to even try to bring it out of the belt. And even if they did, they got to consider about the locker room that you know that they have or what they could be potentially inquire in the future. So in that sense, it'd be saving you like a like a United yes. States or like a AEW television. No, that's what the TNT title is for. Or maybe uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I I really don't because right, if you really try to think about it. The only thing that I could come up with is do like a is do a do the whole trio tag team belts or something. Therefore, the whole death triangle, best mm. friends, um, inner circle, shit like that can actually surface. But oh, oh yeah, I forgot they all try to do that. The, the um, triple tag team titles. Uh, that was my fault, bro. I don't know. I'm sorry for that, but but I heard they, they do, try to do they like that. Develop a little bit more. Uh, how many of teams besides, or maybe Dark Horse? I never. I, I, well, I just gave what four teams, so <laughs> could work. Death Triangle, Dark Order, in a circle, Triple Triangle, Death the, Triangle, Elite, Best Friends. And you also have the Elite. Teams. Yeah, so it could work. That's five. Yeah, that'll be that'll be some good crazy matches. Now, can you imagine if they also if Brody Lee, Mister Fucking Brody Lee, can bring Eric Rowan to the fold? Can you imagine Eric Rowan and Mister Brody Lee? And probably evil Uno, or probably Cocabana for that tri- for that triple. That could be a deadly squad. Oh shit! That'm... What's the endless possibilities? Oh god! 
But the gun might bring his other son. Oh, God. The gun club. Oh, God. Jeff Hardy might come to the AEW. Oh, God. Rusev might come. Oh. Ooh. But just I'm just imagining so many things in my mind if that if that title ever appears. I know you probably think about that too, but overall, this is a great show, man. That was mm-hmm. great. Yep, that was good to show. End of the show. I give oh. this a four point twenty five stars. It was an overall great show. I wouldn't change anything. Yep. Okay. Four point. Yeah. So skip the whole fancy booking segment because we won't agree. We won't change shit. (laughs) And I do shifts. I would give them at least (laughs) seven hundred. They they're definitely gonna get this dub this week. We'll just wait for when the results come out Uh, if it came out already. Um. And see what number that they have off to. Okay, I'm giving this. I'm giving um, AEW pause seven hundred sixty-two thousand people for for um NXT. I give it about only about eighty-five people. Shut up. Think of a realistic number. People, <laughs> watch me. My God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a hundred thousand. Okay, I'll just take that. It's a sixty-five people watching this shit. That's gonna be the end of the show. Thank you guys for listening. Throughout this really troublesome, controversial ordeal. Um, yeah, well, us two will still be here for the remaining of the week. Peru comes back Monday for NXT Taker in your house. We'll we recap that. Paul, if and only if that. Um, so pretty much we're going to be just buddying up. So I got to be dealing with you for the next few days. <laughs> Nonetheless, we here, folks. Um, fight the power, black power. No justice, no peace. Defund the police. Injustice for George Floyd. Um, mm-hmm. shout out to well, wise one, follow fellow OTTR member, um, for his support for his upcoming podcast. Um, in the building, coming soon on here on Anchor. You'll hear us first, be his first guest. Come support, come support the team, come support the family. Um, sorry, I say about that. That's my plugins, and um. Yeah, man. Shout out to every single bail fund in America that's bailing out these protesters because we don't know what these cops are doing behind closed doors. Period. That's all I got to say about that, too. So shout out to them for getting these protesters out. We're going to keep doing what we're going to keep doing so we're going to see real, real progress. That's all I got to say. Do your shouts. Let's get the hell out of here.
Uh, Shout to all the hoes. I love y'all hoes. Um, y'all, y'all make me feel good. Shout out to all the weed smokers, the drinkers. Hey, y'all, y'all do, y'all do me justice. I love every bit of what y'all do. And trust me, if all the parties for this whole pandemic is over, I'm, I'm gonna be partying with y'all with my dreads, shaking the motherfuckers, and we gonna wild out like E40 and tell where to go. All right, that's how we gonna do it. Um, so we out. Catch us again right. Saturday for Friday Night SmackDown. See what happens then. Um, you know the drill. And shout out to everyone that's out there supporting us. Follow us social media. Follow us podcast outlets. I said it earlier, so y'all should know. Um. As one beloved TV talk show host was told me, was told you, was told many people around the world back in the day when the black boxes was available. Take care of yourself and each other.